How is your Sunday? How has your week been? Yeah, yeah. I love Sundays, even though actually it's not Sunday today. It's not we today. Record. Today is Friday. I love Fridays. Oh, hey, you love Fridays. Actually, one week ago we were at Google. Is it? Yeah, right? Last week, ah. this time. I think people might be very confused. Like, why we're talking about last week when actually it's three weeks ago, you know, kind uh. of thing. Yeah, but basically, guys, we when we record, we don't record like one episode a week because that's just not a very good, clever way of using our time. Mm. So what we do is we do batch recording. And uh, right now, I think a nice frequency and a tempo that we have settled at is three episodes each session. Yes. Yeah, so we'll meet every like good, three yeah. weeks. Yeah. It feels good. Three I think four episodes is still a little Actually, depending on energy, like, I feel like today we could possibly do one more. I mean, the energy level. Actually, your energy change. level was low when you first came in. I think you ate too much of the Piak song. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. You but were... then as we talked, it felt better. You know, the vibration and how we always you uplift each other. Up. Correct. And then when we talk about topics that really fuels us, right? We mm. get so energized. Yes. <laughs> we get so excited and we're like, oh my God, oh my God. Then all our hair was there. Yeah, and then you want to <laughs> self touch, <laughs> self love, <laughs> 很自恋，对 self love, self care. Yeah, 我们在做 self care 吗？你不觉得吗 ？When we do podcast, yes, yeah, of course, self caring,、yeah. and then like I'm spending time with love you, each other, so correct, and then doing meaningful creative work, yes, taking care of a creative soul, yes, without expectation of monetary return, yes. I think that is one of the best things about. What we do here, yeah, because we have、it. no expectations of monetizing this thing. Yes, yeah, yes. we don't need to make it like into a big thing.、Mm-hmm. Everything is good,、mm-hmm. right? Everything just is. Yeah, yeah. And then we have our day jobs. Yes,、so、this thing it has no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, it's just、mm. a fun thing.、Mm. Yeah, but、Enriching. I believe I believe we will be kind of remunerated in other ways, um, because we are putting out content that touches people, changes life, creates an impact, and I feel that we are doing good lah. It's the way、mm. that we're contributing to society, and、mm. I feel that money we will learn that、mm. is actually a transfer of energy, like a transaction actually,、mm. um. And it's an exchange of energy, and I feel that so money might, is not just money. Yeah, and really, if I think we can be paid in other forms, money is just a form of currency. Yeah, I think we can be paid in terms of our energy,、mm. right? Like basically being elevated and being passionate and being buzzing with creative energy. Totally,、yes. I feel like love grams are like a form of payment.、Eh. Yes. Oh、right. my god, we earn them, ho.、Yeah. We earn them with our good work, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's time for love gram. I the. But we haven't decided what to read. Oh yeah, ha. Then how to do it? Now it's too late. All right. So we have the first love gram for this week from Max Tiong. Ah,、uh, this was sent to us via Instagram, and Max says, "Just want to say you guys are awesome, and please, in caps, keep doing what you are doing."、Yeah. And then he put two emojis, like the you know the bicep one, you know flex、oh. flex arms. Yeah, you guys are doing great. I'm really enjoying the podcast, not just the content, but the personalities and stories that you both bring to the show. I find you guys an amazing duo, so grounded and real, yet so fun and not serious. <laughs> I was introduced to this podcast by a friend during a time when I was getting quite deep into spirituality and was finding it quite hard to reconcile the values I wanted to pursue and the material reality I was in. So for me, the podcast came at a great time. It showed me a side of life or a way of living that helped me to bridge the gap between spirituality and reality. How to live in this material world and make the most of it yet without getting too caught up in it. Anyway. All I'm trying to say is a big thank you and continue being awesome. Aww, thank, thank you, you Max. Max. So cute. Yes. So long. <laughs> 就是 <laughs> I do not very heartfelt and very thorough, right?、Mm. So it, it really takes time to craft something so long. So thank you so much. Hey, but we are running out of reviews to read on iTunes. <laughs> so. 
help us write more can or not. Yeah, you know, like, you know, maybe there's this complacency thing. Like, uh. not us, you know, we are not complacent. But I think our listeners might feel that, oh, you know, they're set already. Uh, yeah, they already got so many reviews, uh. so many ratings. Uh, yeah, so many people writing in. But we're telling you, uh, we're dried up already, don't have ready. Don't have ready. Yeah. So don't it. assume that we don't need or we have a lot of love grams. We do, but then we, we need you guys to keep them coming as well. Yes. Mm. So I have one from uh, Instagram also. Mm. Okay. So this is from Gladys. Mm. And she says, Hello, just wanted to let you know that I have started listening to the Lido podcast recently. Yes. And it really inspired and gave me the courage to be more confident in putting my works out. It's really great what you two are doing. Gladys, thank you. Thank you. So, Gladys is a local filmmaker. Mm. Her short film actually won the best Singapore short film. I, what? I think in 2018. Wow. Yeah. So, recently I think she relaunched her website. Wow. Yeah. So, I was checking it out. Can we share our stuff on our show notes? Can. Can you remember? Gladys Ng. Can you put down the notes before we forget? <laughs> actually. <laughs> I scared you forget. Please write down. Okay, okay. Yeah. But I will listen again and then I'll write uh, down the... Okay, so we can show... Maybe we can embed yeah. the video... A award-winning video if it's available on YouTube no, or something. No, I oh, don't think not. it's available. But she has other short films yeah, yeah, available. So share on her, her website. work. I think we want to start highlighting your work. Yes. Yeah. So thank you, Gladys. Mm. Awesome man. All right. So um, this week, other than the love grams, we do have um a question that was being sent in by Esoc. And we okay. want to address it on this mm-hmm. uh, podcast. And this is related to one of the earlier episodes that we did about uh, how to manage overwhelm. And this is Esoc's question. She says, Hi, hi. I have a random question with the episode on overwhelm. How do we know if we are really overwhelmed or I'm just being lazy? <laughs> like I hear on the podcast, <laughs> how both of you are juggling so many things at the same time. But when I look at what I do, I feel like uh, it's not as much yet. I feel tired. So how... How do we tell if I deserve a break or if the tiredness is legit? <laughs> so this was a very cute question. And very I told her legit question yeah, also. Yeah, so I told her we're in studio recording today and we'll address the question oh. as soon as we can. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, then so here we are to answer. Later. So what do you have to say? I feel like when I get into that state, right? Because sometimes I can't understand what I'm feeling. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like her, right? You mm-hmm. can't tell like, is it this or that? Mm-hmm. I think meditation actually works quite well for me. Mm. Um, not really like sit there and om, la, mm. but kind of getting into a quiet place, a mm. quiet space. Mm. Uh, just sit and try to listen to myself. Because mm. sometimes when you're very overwhelmed, you can't really hear your own thoughts. Yeah. yeah. It's so, all drowned. So right? if it's me, I don't really know if I'm really overwhelmed or if I'm just being lazy. I mm. try to just sit and watch my thoughts. Mm and try to just observe myself. Mm. That's the only way that works for me, mm. la, I feel, to have some clarity mm. through meditation. Mm. Yeah. So I love that. Remember in our episode, the first step when you're feeling a sense of overwhelm, but for Esoc, she doesn't know whether it's overwhelm or laziness, right? But mm. I think the first step is very important here, which is... Stop. Just stop whatever mm. you're doing, right? And like what Rebecca has suggested, which is you really have to tune into yourself and ask. And this is a legit question. I mean, your feeling at this point in time, you might not feel it's legit, your sense of overwhelm, but your question is very legit. Am I feeling overwhelmed or am I just plain lazy? Am I just like not getting my ass <laughs> like you know like I need to do something but I'm not I'm just plain lazy so you don't know you have to sit with this question and find out mm. and you will find out that actually there are different states right yeah. and the way you solve the state is very different the way mm. you manage it what we are trying to teach you guys in that episode is how to manage overwhelm but it's not about how to manage laziness right so first you have to determine oh my god we need an episode on how to manage laziness <laughs> yeah let's do a, a quick one let's do a maybe we should just change the title of this topic <laughs> yeah no, it's but, a good one Man. But a good one is okay. Yeah. Overwhelm is basically oh my god, oh my god, I got so many things to do. Oh, I'm not tired. Oh, I'm not tired. I have so many things to do. Oh, like that, right? <laughs> Overwhelm, right? <laughs> okay, that's how. So you see, if you're like that, okay. Depends on whether you're as dramatic as that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like wow. Yeah, a dramatic, overwhelming way. Okay, <laughs> so um, laziness is not like that. The quality of a laziness is maybe you have things to do. 
but you are not doing it because of other reasons. You might not be lazy. So the diagnosis might not be laziness. It could be procrastination. Mm. Procrastination might look like laziness, but actually it's not. And why do we procrastinate? That's a good insight. Why do we procrastinate? It could be because you're scared. Of something. Of something. Or you have a lack of information. There is a gap of missing information and you don't know how to move on to the next step. So you don't work on it. You are scared of the outcome. You are scared of you know disappointing yourself. Mm-hmm. You are frightful of certain outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. So you procrastinate and you don't do the thing you are supposed to do even though you have nothing to do or very few things to do. So that stress, you're interpreting it as overwhelm. But that stress comes from the fact of a missing gap. So all you need to do to fix that is to find the information that you need, talk to someone for you to have enough information to move on to the next step so that you will feel motivated and not unmotivated to approach the task on hand. Mm. So procrastination is actually or laziness because you're not motivated enough to do the thing you're supposed to do. So you could ask yourself, do you want to just not do the thing altogether because you're not motivated anyway? So or, just forget it. Yeah. Or is it because you're scared of the outcome, you have a missing gap of information, then go and get the missing gap of information, right? And also, you're lazy, it could also be a compounded problem. It could be because you're easily distracted. Mm. So you go and buffer. You say, oh, let's go to Netflix. Mm. You know, you kind of like don't want to look at the thing that you don't want to do because you don't know how to do it. So you're dreading. There's a lot of dread around that thing. Then you yeah. go and do other things. Or you go and, oh, let's go and eat. Let's go hang out with my friends. Oh, let's go and play games or yeah. whatever. Or let's go onto Instagram and swipe nonstop. Okay? So you do all this thing. You don't move the needle on your tasks. You continue to feel like you have not achieved anything. There is a sense of overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Then you go like, but um, not a lot of things to do, lay. Hey, maybe because I feel lazy, lay. Huh? So it goes in the loop over and over and over again. Mm. Yeah. So that's my uh, suggestion. My wow. diagnosis and my suggestion. So the problem is not laziness. It uh. could not be. So you have to first understand. So I don't know. Uh-uh. So Esok, you need to give me more information. Or if you want to, you can hop on a coaching call with me. Yeah. <laughs> but this is what we do. We have to understand your situation first. Like what is your context, right? Uh-uh. Because you might feel that it is laziness. Yeah. But it's not. Maybe the reading is a misreading. It's not. The mm. laziness is just one layer. We're going to dig deeper. And this overwhelm, you know, it's also a form of laziness led from the fact that you are uh, procrastinating then we got that's to that's how you deeper. get overwhelmed right? yes because nothing is done yeah. so it could be like you don't have a lot of things to do no? maybe you just have two things but it's just that you're taking forever to do the two things yeah. so it seems overwhelming but it's not so that's mm. why now there's mixed signals you don't know whether it's overwhelmed but you feel that it's overwhelmed but it's not because actually not a lot of things so the problem is not in how many things you have or whether you're overwhelmed the problem really is that you are procrastinating and not doing the thing you're supposed to do mm. yeah. so actually it doesn't even matter whether you're overwhelmed or lazy either way it is a state of the mind it's a negative state it is a choice yeah you can choose not to be overwhelmed you can choose not to be lazy Mm. or think Mm. that you're lazy Mm -mm -mm. right firstly we have to understand whether are you truly lazy or not Right. Mm. So if let's say like at the end of the day we realize that you are a super lazy person, then there are things to do to encourage yourself to get out of that zone. Mm. You know, how do you manage laziness? How can you motivate someone enough to be to do something, to get out of the couch? Anyway, it's not a bad thing to be lazy. Mm-hmm. Right? Um Is it a bad thing to be a lazy person? I think it's only, you know, like how we were talking about overcoming the pressure to be extraordinary, yeah. right? Um because society always thinks that, oh, you have a lot of accomplishments, mm. so you're good. Mm. But then they always think, oh, this person is lazy, never gets anything done. But why is that a bad thing? There is no right or wrong. There is no bad or good. It just is. Mm-hmm. But you must be happy. You must own it. Uh. You must be at peace. Uh. So if you want to be a lazy person, then own be it. a lazy and own it. Okay. But if let's say in, in Esau's case, there yeah. is a lot of grief and some tension mm. there. So obviously, That's, she wants to be more productive than she actually so is. Right? Yes. So then we could do something about it. Yes. You want to be productive with your time. You want to be productive with your resources mm-hmm. and your energy, but yet you somehow feel that you can't move forward. Mm-mm-mm. Right? Then we have to first diagnose whether it's an overwhelmed problem or is it a procrastination issue. True. So mm. own whatever you have, lah. Yes. So you know Carrie, right? She's mm. super lazy, mm. but she owns it on. Ah. She can watch TV yeah, no for grief. like every day. Yeah, she just be. Whole day. She just be. She just be. She's she really just is one. But when she's productive, she's productive, what? Yeah, when she's productive, she gets into it. When she it. went on tour, you know, like how many schedule is very tiring and exhausting and yeah. I feel like she's earned it yeah so the good thing about Carrie is she always owns whatever she is mm-hmm. she doesn't like have like conflict over yes, it like, yes oh why am I no lazy apologies, huh? no apologies no apologies yes needed. yes 
Oh, great. So, okay, so this is a great insight, right? Uh-huh. Like, you can be whatever you want. That means you can be super lazy. Mm. You can be super whatever. Lah. Mm. As long as you own it, mm. it's okay. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So there's no right or wrong, but you must be at peace with it. Okay. Yeah. So very good food for thought. Yeah. Today. Okay. End of episode. <laughs> <laughs> we did our thing already. Hey, 17 minutes. Okay, what? Decent, what? This episode. <laughs> like two rough grams and one QA. It's a, you know, in a nutshell, quite a good episode, right? Galvin will kill you, remember? <laughs> so Galvin is one of our listeners who mm. brought us to Google for a meeting, right? Mm. And then he said, oh, every time our podcast ends, he wants to score us. Yeah, especially with the it's short so ones. so short. Yeah. But actually short is like 40 minutes Yeah, so. our short episodes are not short, okay? You know what's a short episode? You look at some of the podcasts, it really got seven minutes, minutes. Got five oh, minutes one. Oh, really? Yeah. Got five Might minutes well one. Right? Well, they feel <laughs> that there's a teachable moment. I see. And I also feel that sometimes, I mean, there is merit. Um, Like right now when I watch Netflix, right? Mm. There are different pockets of time that I have. Sometimes it's like over, like I have a 20 minute uh. and I want to watch a, a, like a 17 minute thing. And you do see new Netflix series that's actually very short. They're very Is punchy. It? 17 it's, minutes? Yeah, 17 or 20 or 22 or 23. Oh. Then there are those that are more long drawn, like 45, 50 mm-hmm. minutes, even over an hour. So I think that there are different kind of um, podcast lengths that are suited for different true, occasions. True, true. Yeah. So ours is more like not too long, not too short, but I feel it should be, we should be more concerned about um, whether we're finished talking about the topic. Are we happy with what we've said? Yeah, that's why I always feel like the magic number is really about an hour. We tend to. Every time we tend to kind of want to finish up, Mm. it's about that time. Mm. Plus the two songs. Mm. Yeah. And also, I think we are mindful that anything longer than an hour, people are going to start feeling very drained. Very irritating this too. Go on and on. Yeah. Mm. So as long as we talk about the things that we Mm. So shall we wrap up with our song this week? (laughs) (laughs) 19 minutes, Gavin will kill you. So what's today's topic about? I forgot. It's about the battle of of the website platforms. Wow. (laughs) To be honest, right, it doesn't sound that exciting. Let's see how this episode does. Not exciting. No, I, I suspect some people, yeah, a lot of okay. people might be like, oh. okay, let me state my like, case. What, why would I even listen to an episode like this? Let me state my case. Wix.com. Okay, so why are we talking about website platforms, right? And it concerns you. It concerns a lot of people. Who Even, live on the internet nowadays. Yes. Um, firstly, in my business and you know, in my conversations with a lot of uh, people, they always ask me, they feel like they're overwhelmed, like we were talking about overwhelmed just now, by the number of platforms out there and so many solutions out there, you know, like and then they go like which platform, platform. is best for me, is there a best... For building their website. Yeah, is there a best platform? And the thing is, wow, there is no one best platform that is like an army Swiss knife that does everything for everybody. No. There isn't. Yes. So there is a lot of, um, uh, you know, advantages and disadvantages depending on what you're trying to build online. Mm. And this is what we do offer in terms of creative consulting as well. We have to really understand, are you a service-based business or are you a product-based business? And mm-hmm. these solutions actually, you know, some solutions become better positioned for or whatever you're trying to build. Now, why does this concern you? I want you to think about the world that we live in right now. A lot of it is happening on the internet. Yes. Okay, it's an online world. Interaction, the way we communicate, the way we market, the way we put our work, the way we share information, the way we consume information. Ask yourself, on a daily basis, how many websites do you hit? Mm. How much time do you spend online? Mm-mm-mm. As a consumer. Yeah. Okay. So now this is beginning to seem a little bit more possible, right? Why you should be interested in this conversation. Now, website building, design, photography, right? I want you guys to start thinking about these skills as life skills. Mm. They are creative life skills mm. that is akin to driving. Mm. Okay. So do you need to drive? Do you need to have a car to drive? Yeah. If you don't drive, can you not go places? Mm. Right? But driving is a skill set that you should and it's good to learn and to have. Yes. Okay? It's not a must-have, but it's a good to have. Mm-hmm. So learning how to hone in on these creative life skills and to you know mm. know a little bit more about website platforms mm. is essential. I guess it just frees you up. You yes. Know? Like, for example, for me, because I know how to use Squarespace, right? At least, yeah. You know how to drag and draw oh and build God, websites. It's so 
it's really so hassle-free. Mm. I can't imagine if I have to hire somebody. Mm. <laughs> and then every time I want to update my portfolio, I have to mm. go to that person. Exactly. Yeah, it's drag and drop. Yes. And then the, the themes are so beautiful. Yes. It's a little bit more expensive because it's not like WordPress, right? You mm. don't have to pay, right? Mm. Uh, Squarespace is like maybe 13 US dollars a month. Mm. But I feel that it's so worth it because mm. I I think it it's a very big value add to my my work as a freelance photographer. Mm-hmm. You know, and it allows me to build this beautiful portfolio online. Mm. Yeah, and having this skill has been so important. Mm. Yeah, so recently I've been thinking about this also, right? Like thinking of all these skills as life skills. Mm. So I've been trying to learn more um, and I realized that, oh my God, you can learn everything on the internet. Yes. Specifically, right? You know where? On YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was trying to learn more about filmmaking recently, mm-hmm. right? So I found this amazing guy like with this crazy channel. Mm-hmm. He... So some of the reviews was like, oh my god, I learned more in your video than I learned in my film school. Yes. That I paid like thirty thousand dollars yes. for. Yes. Yeah. That is the standard of the education yes. nowadays. There's so, so much information out there. Good information. Yeah. So in this era, right, if you have all these skills, there are a lot of things you can do yourself. You mm-hmm. can save money, mm-hmm. save yourself grief or so. Mm-hmm. And then you feel so you feel like a superhero. Like mm-hmm. Now I can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking about your friend Matt D. Smith, right? Yes. We can put him in the show notes again. Yes, right? my business partner. Your ex-business business partner. partner. Mm. Um, yeah, he can do so many things. He was mm-hmm. building a freaking table. He can build a house. Like, you <laughs> he know, he's doing a- his building his own house now. Oh my God, he can mm. build a freaking house. What mm-hmm. else can he do? Mm-hmm. He even built his own uh, video recording booth, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's a DIY kind of guy. The kind of yes. Thing. I'm very envious of a person like him because yes. I feel like you put on e Correct. You know, you can count on yourself. Correct. Get all things done. Correct. Yeah. And really, I think that it is important as a business owner or a creative. You might not want to do it yourself, but you should know the technical know-how and know how it works. And then you work with someone good. Yes. Right? So you know how to pick the right person for you. And if that person is selling you snake oil and it's actually a fraudster and an Im- imposter, you will know. Like for example, I have a dear friend of mine. I'm not going to name his name. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be embarrassed. He spent, and it's not like he can't do it himself. Yeah. Okay. But because he his priority is elsewhere, he's running his own big business, right? So he spent $30,000 to hire a web design firm to create a website mm. for him, only to find out later that it wasn't even that mobile responsive and that the whole website was done using a theme from themesforest.com that cost $50. Oh shit! And that web design so firm charged how much? thirty thousand dollars. I mean, okay. it includes SEO services, lah. But, but SEO are, very lousy. Huh? They always say SEO. Ah, and yeah. no results. All huh? this like selling snake oil, you know. So, if you do not know all this basic stuff, you will be taken for a ride without knowing. You will pay that thirty thousand dollars, and you get a very substandard website, and you could actually have purchased this same theme for fifty dollars. Yes. So this is why we are doing this, this episode. episode today, huh? So I hope I've sold the case to you guys. <laughs> So today, just very quickly, I don't want this to be a long-drawn process, but just to give you an overview, right? There are so many platforms out there and I feel that you need to make some quick decisions based on where you're at and then you can, you know, not be so overwhelmed. So if you look at the major platforms that's in the market right now, all of you, most of you will know that there is WordPress, Mm. there's Squarespace, there's Shopify, and then a couple of new ones, which is ShowIt, Cargo, Webflow, Mm. Okay. Wix.com. So, Wix.com. Wow, they have a lot of budget. Yeah. So I want to tell you basically, I want to go through each platform very, very quickly to let you know that uh, what each platform is good for. Okay. One of the first questions I'll ask my client is, are you a service-based business or are you an e-commerce business? Do you want to sell stuff? So if you want to sell stuff, really very simply go for Shopify. Why? Because it is an all-in-one platform that includes hosting, the themes of the design, which is very robust, and inventory control. Okay, so if you want to scale your business and your business has got inventory and lots of items to be sold online with the payment processor and everything, your best bet is actually Shopify. Mm. Okay, and it's been around for years. But Shopify is something that you add on to WordPress, right? No, Shopify is a standalone. If you use Shopify, you don't use anything else already. Shopify is like a Squarespace, but for e-commerce. Okay. So people start to feel very use, okay. They start to feel very overwhelmed. Like, oh, what's the difference between Shopify and a WordPress and a Squarespace? They all do websites. Yeah. But they have different strong suits. Mm. Okay, so Shopify is for e-commerce. Yeah. 
it's not so much for blogging or creating a publication. Or like portfolio. Yeah, or portfolio or like a static website to sell services. No. Mm. Okay. If you are e-commerce web business, go Shopify. Mm. Okay. It's well developed, it's well documented, and it's got very excellent 24-7 support. Wow. Okay. It has an app store. It's got lots of plugins that are verified and certified to be safe to be used. So if you need any extra features to be added onto your website, right, e-commerce features, you don't have to spend money on custom development, which you will need if you use some other platform like WordPress. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it starts to be very, very costly, right? And it is scalable. Okay. It is highly scalable. So even if, let's say, you have 10 products right now, eventually you're going to have 50 or 100. It doesn't get mad. Mm -hmm. The the back end of the content management system and the inventory control allows you to scale as your business grows. Okay. And um, it has an affiliate program as well. Mm-hmm. So if let's say uh, you want to recommend this um, platform to other people, you can get a bounty. Wow. Yeah. So Shopify is good. Okay. Now moving on. Um, Squarespace. Okay. My favorite. Yeah. Squarespace, I would say, is the one that is the most basic, easiest go-to mm. if you want to build a simple website. Mm. A simple website. Huh? Yep. So not e-commerce, even no. though they have e-commerce functionality. So where people start to get a bit confused, is like, but Squarespace also got e-commerce, ma. They also can do shops, ma. Yes, but it's not their strong suit. And you can't scale much, right? Yes, so Squarespace e-commerce, I say that if let's say you have a handful of uh, items, like five, eight, or maximum ten, still can use. Yeah. Anything more than 10 or you got different categories or whatever, please don't use Squarespace. Mm. It's not meant to be good for e-commerce. I think Squarespace is good for creatives. Yes. You know, like photographers, graphic designers. Yes. You need to have a portfolio. It's very easy to use. Yes. Easy to update. Yeah. Yep. And it's easy because it's easy to set up, easy to update, easy to manage. You don't really it's need... It's intuitive. Yes, intuitive. And it's drag and drop builder, right? Yes. So it's perfect for portfolio sites, service-based businesses. If let's say you have um, a small inventory, mm. okay? So again, it's hosted all in one platform. When you go with Squarespace, you don't have to buy anything else or use any other services. Everything is... You can is even buy a domain in, now. Yes. On Squarespace. And if you pay Squarespace hosting for up to a year, they give you the domain for free. It's included. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's Squarespace is drag and drop. But the drawback with Squarespace is that all Squarespace websites look similar. So you don't really have... It looks beautiful, by the way. It's beautiful, but they're all very grid-based and very template. They all look similar. So in terms, if you want to customize or give your website a little bit more personality, it's difficult to break out of that grid. Yeah. Okay, so that's the drawback. Mm. But it's a beautiful solution if you want to go for that. It's uh, very affordable as well. Now, WordPress. (laughs) WordPress has been around for a long time. It's open source. It's got a huge (laughs) (laughs) It's got a huge community and lots of plugins. So you can do anything, you can build any site on it. But WordPress, because it's open source, it's not owned by like a Squarespace or a, a Shopify or whatever. It is basically a system and a platform that you have to install on your own hosting package, your own website, you, web server. Just that sentence alone uh, will throw off a lot of people. Yes. It's because, better enough. Because then it is no longer uh, just a Shopify or Squarespace. Uh. Yeah. If you want to do WordPress, you need to have a web host first. So it's two what things already. Uh. a web host? A web host is right? basically so, a space where you buy a server space that you buy to yep. put all your contents on your assets. It's like a home la, It's like a home. Everything. It's a holding space. Yep. Right? So you're buying space to hold your website. Now what is powering the website is a platform called WordPress. So mm. you've got to install this platform called WordPress onto your web host. Right? And then the design you've got to install a theme that is Powered by WordPress. So now there's three things. There's a web host, there's the content management system platform, which is WordPress, and then there's the theme. Mm. Now the theme, there are bazillion tens and hundreds of thousands of themes out there that you can buy and they are usually range between like $20, $40, $50, sometimes even $100 or $200. Yeah. Yeah, the really premium ones. Mm. Okay. Now, the themes, there are a lot of third-party companies which are design firms these days instead of actually selling um, custom design services, a lot of web design firms now are creating their own themes that they can sell over and over and over again. Right? So, companies like Flow Themes, they're beautiful for wedding photographers. Um, Theme forest, you go, you can like creative market, all this, you can go and download themes that you got to install and then you can customize um, the look up to a certain point uh, based on that theme. So when you buy that theme, the theme is basically, it's a good starting block. Like you already like that design and that look. So it's all done. So it's easy set up. 
Mm. Now, the problem with WordPress, other than the setup, is more complicated than if you were to go for something like Shopify and uh, Squarespace, is that there are a lot of updates mm. uh, on WordPress. The platform itself, the plugins and things like that. So there's a lot of updates. And within two to three years, if you are not a developer and oh. you don't know any websites, sometimes your website will start to break. Yeah. Oh, shit. So the, it's, it's not forward compatible, you know what I mean? So whenever they update the WordPress system, yeah. the theme that you bought from a third party, the plugin that you're using from a third party, all these third parties, if they are not up to date with their updates that is in line with WordPress, as an operating system to bro- yeah, be broken broken huh? so you basically it's like software not working with the operating system okay, okay. you know so your website will start to look weird or whatever <laughs> then you have to go and hire back your designer and say hey can you help me then you got to pay mm, oh, which, so is, annoying. which is why it's very important for you to know how these things work Yeah. because if you can fix these things easily then you don't have to hire someone you're going to be like oh what's happening to my website and it usually happens when it comes to WordPress websites two to three years mm. it's, things start to break okay okay yeah and the thing is sometimes you can say but I can do update my WordPress ma. I can just continue using the old version ma. but, but then you, also, have, you have security mm, issues you have loopholes oh my god the security issue on WordPress is bad eh? it's bad there's a lot because yeah. my writing website right, mm. uh, is spam. posted on yeah the, the spam, spam is like it's crazy I think it's like 60,000 messages yes now. oh my god and you must see right all these third party plugins uh, they are developed by different kinds of developers so you have different quality as well and mm. then you, your the vulnerability is there you cannot you're very exposed right yeah. so if let's say your whole website is like a clobbered together like five plugins here then you got MailChimp then you got a MailChimp plugin you got blah, 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 right so it is basically something that you clobber together with a lot of loopholes mm. that you can't control. Like a Frankensteiner. Yeah. And then sometimes certain developers just disappear. They stop uh, yeah. supporting that particular plugin. Then you're, you're die like, oh, they you know? died. Yeah. You know, then <laughs> it it's happens, already uh? built into your website. Then yeah. you got to replace. So it becomes a little bit so more scary. leche. So WordPress. that's WordPress. Yep. But in terms of design options, it's a lot more where you use a WordPress uh, platform. Okay. Much more than a Shopify or a Squarespace because mm. you have third-party developers. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, and WordPress is really great for online publications. Yeah. And if you want to build an e-commerce website on WordPress, you will need to use WooCommerce. Mm. So another plugin. <laughs> and it is... And then the WooCommerce will have all the payment gateway integration, separate things, whatever. So... Really, I think go for shopping. Really. Yeah, tired, right? Yeah, already, already so like, also like, oh uh, my god, want to want to faint, right? Yeah. Okay, so then, um, Ling yeah, Ling your class. This feels like a very Patreon episode. Oh, like really? those bonus, um, very technical. Yeah. So you see, the way we program our podcast episodes is I feel that we need to have a good mix. La. Some yeah, are quite true. inspirational. Some are more about mental hygiene. Some are about emotional Some got cry on. Yeah, some about personal stories, you know, a bit more drama. A little bit of it, everything. Yeah, then this is more like creative business bit, which is the technical know-how. I think it's very important. Mm. So Ling Lao Shi, we're going to Okay, okay. okay. So we'll there are a few new uh, kids on the block. Okay. Which I think you guys should check out and I quite like these okay um, there is one called Show It that recently even designers themselves quite like it's quite Show it. it's, it's drag and drop I've checked it out and I don't really like it <laughs> Oh, right, I but, was but check go it. and check it out. See if that's something that you like uh, because it's drag and drop. It's called Show It, and it's great for portfolios. Okay, okay. Um, the one that is powering our current website, Lito website, which mm-hmm. I really like mm. and is great for portfolios is Cargo. Cargo. Cargo Collective. It's so, been around for a while. Actually. Yes, this is the second version, Cargo Collective. And this is the version that I feel is good enough to use it as a platform. Mm. Before that, I feel that they are a bit thin and um, not so powerful in terms Very of features. Hipster la. Last time, it used to be a bit hipster. Yeah, right? and now it's really just like scrolling and then just portfolio. That's also, it. they relaunched. Yeah, so Cargo now has more stuff. I feel oh. that it, it, it's like a builder now. It really right, right. is a building platform. Wow. Cargo Collective. It grew up. It is also an all-in-one platform. So once you use Cargo or show it, you don't need to think of anything else mm. and you can buy a domain through them as well right okay then the last one which is the new one that I just found what? that I'm going to get my hands dirty on uh-huh. and I think is going to be if this works out it's going to be the tool that I'm going to use and okay. master it's called Webflow Oh. It is drag and drop. It is very intuitive and it almost feels like a blend between Photoshop and it's like Dreamweaver. 
Oh. It is like the grown-up Dreamweaver, which you will like, oh, Becky. Oh, my God. Because okay. you know how Dreamweaver was very, what you see is what you get? Yes. This is what you see is what you get. This is WYSIWYG. And you can build anything. You can build anything. It's not like Squarespace. Yeah. So it's not like they have blocks for you to drag and drop. This one is you can build. It's yeah. a blank canvas. And they oh have pre... For those people who want to just drag and drop, they have pre-designed blocks. So they if you get the pre-designed, can you still modify yes. them a lot? Or you can just draw and drag and everything on a white canvas. You go and see Webflow, webflow.com. And it is launched by an Asian, okay, a very young guy. Which Asian? Um, not here one, uh, and very handsome one there. Eh. Huh? Yeah, you you smart, you handsome, you entrepreneurial. I love handsome and smart guys. Yeah, and it's called Webflow, and it's beautiful. It's got great interactions. Looks like a WeTransfer site project. It's beautiful. And hey, their website. Beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of interaction. It's easy to build, and it supports e-commerce as well. It's all in one. Um, and it frees, if you are a designer yourself, it actually allows you to skip the prototyping and mock-up on a Photoshop. So you actually prototype oh. on the platform itself. It should have been like that from the and, beginning. And this is and the what? best one. Uh. Uh-huh. This is, they have a huge community portion to this business where it's almost like a Behance. A lot of people go in and share their websites. And all you need to do if they share is you just clone the website. You clone, import it into Webflow and you use that as a building block. So you don't even have to buy themes. How you can just use someone else? Yes. Yes. And they're okay there. Yes. Then you customize lah from there. Oh my god. So you can just clone. If you like see something that people share and they like, you just clone. Oh. Yes. And it imports straight away into Webflow. Wow. Yeah. So this is something that this... I just found. So I left it to the last. So this is something that I haven't really dug in deeply into it yet, but I've saw it and I really like it the way it's going. Kind of makes you excited about building websites. Yes, you know? I go like, yes, what new site am I gonna build? You know. <laughs> so we have some oh. um, we have some projects coming up, right? Like for eight McCarters and hundred yeah. startups. So I was thinking of using Webflow to build. Mm. Yes. And I shared this with uh, Mickey as well and, and with Mickey was saying Does he know about it? He said that Oh last time I used Webflow I didn't really like it uh, I still highly recommend Cargo Then I said No 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 Webflow got new version You go and take a look So yesterday he went to take a look He said Oh my god Dan this actually looks pretty good mm. and, Webf- and they have courses Yes they have Webflow Webflow University Where they have very good um, videos And lessons to teach you How to use the platform It's all beautifully wow. done So you can actually learn How to use the platform so you can be a website web designer, don't even need to know how to code. Yes. If you use Webflow. This is, this is how I started last time, right? When I was a web designer because I'm I'll more a WYSIWYG person but there was a Dreamweaver that made it so easy for us to do. You just need to have the ideas, right? Yeah, so I, I created it using the ah. look. It was design-led, right? Then it was coding second. But now a lot is coding first. So yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. difficult for people who are not developers. Correct. So this brings the joy and excitement back to design yes. and it, it is a lot more robust it allows for a very highly customized website that is different from like a Squarespace mm. you know maybe I'll switch to this one yeah hey I think doorbell eh. oh okay. I think our Kenji Tan number one fan is here with so food you want and, to go and, and dinner huh? should we pause it or uh, should we just end no I think we should open first right anyway uh, Singman can cut ma. yeah okay we stop first huh? yeah oh, don't, we just let it no, roll no don't stop yeah. let it roll yeah. let it roll let it roll Hello guys, this is Kenji. I'm the number one fan of the Lito podcast. Tune in every Sunday, rain or shine, for the best podcast in Singang and Abu Bukit Timah. Okay, we're back. Uh. Sorry, we have our delivery, which is Mr. Kenji Tan, our number one fan. Our number two fan is Galvin Tan. Who is Tan? Who's number three? Hey, we need to do giveaway soon. Yes, we're going to do oh. a t-shirt giveaway soon. How? Um, okay, wait, we want to talk about this Okay, so very exciting, right? You guys go to webflow.com, take a look And you can try the platform for free uh-huh. Up to two websites For two pages each So for you to just learn and drag and drop To see if you even want to use this platform You know what I want even more? What? This iMac <laughs> hey, It's this, so freaking nice This iMac is new This is a 5K Retina Oh my god yeah. It's so good for like Using Webflow Yes, I mean? it's, it's like, nice and big don't you, don't you think it's nice and big? And our studio is getting better and better now. We got new LED light. Yeah, always upgrading. Shit, man! I love so guys, go and check out Webflow. I really was quite excited when I found this. I was like, you know, every other platform now has become quite um, like there are disadvantages or drawbacks, and I haven't really found something that I felt like, wow, oh, this is the one that I really want to master, and it's great. Like when yeah. I used Dreamweaver last time, I was so happy. No, because nothing like Dreamweaver came out. Yeah, you know I mean? no, but also I think it's a it's a huge problem when the world of websites, right? They were 
progressing into uh, um yeah, the responsive mobile and mobile and one size fit all and then you know the grid based design. Then how if your layout is super crazy, right? And weird, right? How do they okay, do it? Webflow is cool because you can toggle, you can decide whether it is a desktop, this is how it looks. Then you can click and say for the iPad, I want it to look this way, and you can rearrange. You can rearrange. And then you can go, uh, iPhone, I want to rearrange. Or actually, there are certain things I want to collapse and remove and make it simpler layout. This is why this is great because it allows you to customize for various platforms and users as opposed to using a theme because certain themes it might look nice on a desktop version Mm. then later doesn't work well on an iPhone yeah you know, and you're stuck because that theme doesn't deal with, you know, um, allowing you to remove certain things. Yeah, then some pictures cut off. La, yeah. This and that. So when it comes to themes, right, um, you have to always settle on something that looks nice across all views and all devices. Yeah. But with something like Webflow, you can decide, okay, I can go all out when it is the desktop. Mm. When it comes to the iPad or the iPhone version, I can remove certain things that doesn't lo- load so well. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. This is really cool, like, cause I am super unhappy with WordPress. Mm. Cause my other website I use WordPress, mm. right? and it's very buggy. Mm. And every time I update something, right, it rearranges my layout. Yes. So, so you got, you you have to always like try uh, try an error until you land on something that looks nice across all views. Yeah. It's very difficult to hit that jackpot. So now I know why you want to do this episode. Yes. You want to talk about work, work flow. Yeah. And also, I think there's something to, new to share with you guys. You guys should be excited now. So yes. go and try. It's free for two uh, websites up to two pages. Try If you don't like, you don't have to pay. If you like it, then you can upgrade your plan and you can have more websites. Very good. Yes. I wish they would do something like this for ebooks. Mm-hmm. Making ebooks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I discovered something on a similar note. Uh, mm. This website called Paste. Mm. You want to see? Do, how do you spell? P-A-S-T-E. P-A-S-T-E. Oh, it's in pasting something. Cut so, and paste. So this is actually for doing slideshows. And this is a, a product from WeTransfer, right? I think so, yes. Mm. So it's for fast um, presentations. Mm. It's really cool. That means uh, you can make really, really beautiful um, presentations with, mm. without using Keynote. Mm. Or PowerPoint. Oh my God. God forbid, right? You use PowerPoint. Yeah, I like the layout already. It's very nice. Yeah. Oh, but you gotta sign up for an I account see. to they see They don't have it. demos. Ah. Uh, I think you can just use Google to, to go inside. Mm. But anyway, paste. It will be in the show notes. Um, If you're looking for like a beautiful alternative to Keynote, like an even more beautiful one, mm. check this out. And the amazing thing about this one is that you can just um screenshot anything and paste it inside. Oh, this is like their special thing. Thanks, the name paste. Yeah, you don't need to save any file. Right. Uh, text and all that, you can just screenshot and paste it inside. Right. Throw in. Right. So everything is done on the browser. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've come to the end of the class, ready. We can Okay. Bye. So just very quickly walk through some of the major options that's available in the market right now in terms of web design platforms and then how your decision-making process can be guided by whether you are a service-based business or um, a product-based business, whether you want to do e-commerce or not. And really, if let's say you don't have the time and you don't like to touch all this stuff, it's still good to know. And then you can always hire a professional to do it for you. But now you know. You can even tell them, hey, you know, huh, um, you can I, just use Webflow. Yeah, you know, you can use Webflow, you know. Or like, hey, you know WordPress, I um, uh, don't want to. Uh, two years later, the website will break, you know. Or then you can drop things like, oh, you know, Squares space yeah it's not bad lah easy to set up but you know all the websites look the same one then your designer will go like holy shit how come you know so much I cannot pay <laughs> you already <laughs> you <laughs> true, know? true true mm. so now we're gonna wrap up with our songs okay not useful or not this class good I like the part about uh, Webflow. <laughs> <laughs> Only the last gone, part. <laughs> I should have just gone to it and says, ah, guys, don't look at anything else, go Webflow. Yeah. Hey, but I don't know, I haven't really tested it, but I just think that that is something that's a new offering in the market which we should all check out. And it it's the kind of thing that promising. you love. La, yeah, so right? nicely designed. And yeah. I love the way they do their business also. Yeah. The way they hire also. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Mm. Okay, my song. Hey, I have a blank now. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, yo, 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 Daniel. 
is um actually there is no real reason that we I chose this song. It, it's got nothing to do with the this week's topic. It's very hard to find a song about websites, lah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah, but 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 I chose this song because um I want to say that you guys, thank you for tuning in. And you guys are always on our minds. And I always think about how to do a better show. What topics can we talk about? These are always on my mind. How can we be a better person? How can I teach more tools? How can I inspire more people? Uh, how can we be more entertaining? How can I do more, you know, better, better work? All these things are always on my mind. So this is what the song is you all about. You are always on my mind. <laughs> it is. It really is. Ask. But it's a nice version. <laughs> it is a nice Mine version. Mine is not a nice version. <laughs> okay, my song, uh, it's from the era. Era mm. or era? Era. Era mm. of Dreamweaver. <gasps> it's very nostalgic. Wow. But it's not too long ago, so right? So mine also, this era, mine era also in the... You see that song? No. Mine is... Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are going retro. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So we are going retro. Yeah, yeah, I love retro. retro I love the 90s. I love the 90s. Let's do an episode about retro the 90s. Retro bomb. Retro bomb. Let's go. This Become retro bomb. Yeah, retro <laughs> Alright guys, so He's going crazy um, Please enjoy um, Please enjoy Already enjoyed Okay, please Go and check out All the other platforms Okay, all the platforms I've mentioned mm. Design, build And launch your dreams
Guys, thank you so much for staying all the way to the end of the episode. Thank you so much. Please go to iTunes and leave us a good review. Yes, search for the Lito Podcast. And also, if you want to um, know, you know, like more details about what we talk about, sometimes mm-hmm. we have links, right, that we mentioned. You can go each episode's page yes. for the show notes. Yes, and the way we label each uh, episode is lightolabs.com slash the number of the episode. So if it's episode number 23, then you just put in slash 23. If it's episode 5, slash 5. And we will bring out the show notes, including all the resources and the links and everything that we find is useful for you. And sometimes if we talk about Dan's backside, then we will also include a photo of his backside. Uh, mm, okay. Yes, yes. We might plant some Easter eggs. Yeah, some Easter backsides in there for you. <laughs> but I only want to see Dan's backside. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. Thank you so much for and tuning in. See you guys next week. See Bye. you next week. Mm, bye-bye.